Alright, all you horror movie goers out there, welcome back to the Yenny Radio Arcade. And now it's time for us to go into another horror thrilling edition of the 3MR and the movie that we have up on the plate to fit in perfectly with this Halloween weekend comes from none other than the 1981 film of American Werewolf in London. And one that was picked out personally by Carl and the Maestro thanks to a full moon they saw the other day. Yikes! The meat and potatoes for this said film would feature two American backpackers who would travel through Britain only for them, one of them to get attacked by a werewolf and for others to not believe about being attacked by a werewolf. And that's the best meat and potatoes we have for this said film. And what do we love about this said film? Well, outside of the soundtrack that was featured for it would have to definitely be all of the horrifying things that would happen in it that we'll get to in just a moment. But first, like we usually do around here, the people that were involved in this said horrifying film. And first up, we have none other than Jamie Ogner, who would play the nurse known as Alex Price in this said film of American Werewolf in London, but would also play the World Security Council in The Avengers, even play a girl in Walkabout, and Jessica in Logan's Run. Then you have none other than David Naughton, who would not only be featured as David Kessler, find that funny that his name is David, yet he plays David in American Werewolf in London, also would play Dunn in Steel and Lace, even played Dan in Hot Dog the Movie, and was also featured during the soundtrack for the 1999 film of Detroit Rock City with the song Making It. Not bad. Next up on the list you have Joe Bletcher who would not only play as the truck driver in American Werewolf in London, but would also play the drunken voter for one episode of the TV series of Village Hall, and even play Tom Hindley in the 1975, or 1979, thank you for the correction, Carl and the Maestro movie of Dracula. Next up on the plate, you have Brian Glover who would not only play the chess player in American Werewolf in London, but would also play Harold Andrews in the Alien 3 film, and even play Lars in the 1997 film of Snow White, A Tale of Terror, have to watch that eventually, and even would play General Douglas in the 1994 film of 1942, A Love Story. Next up, we would have none other than Lila Kay, who would not only play the barmaid in American Werewolf in London, but would also play the gypsy mother in See No Evil, the 1971 version that did not include Glenn Jacobs, and also would play Pegati, or Pegati, thank you for the correction, for seven episodes of the series of David Copperfield. 
Then you have Sean Barker, or Baker, according to call in the maestro, correcting me again, who would play the second dart player in American Werewolf in London, even play a doctor in Jupiter Ascending, and even featured as Cassio in Theater Night, as well as CSM Chick Henwood in the said series of Soldier, Soldier. Next on the plate, we have Patty Ryan, who would not only play the first werewolf featured in American Werewolf in London, but also play Manders in Hell Below Zero, Power Plant Operator in Operation Crossbow, and was even featured in the segment of The Meaning of Life, or in the movie The Meaning of Life, as the Crimson Permanent Assurance. <laughs> And we call in the maestro saying we got time to mention one more or three more according to what they're holding up a three over in the corner. John Woodvine, who would not only be featured as Dr. J.R. Hirsch in the film of American Werewolf in London, but would play Sinoigel in Miss Porter, even the Marshal in Doctor Who, and as well as none other than Ross in Edge of Darkness. Next up on the plate, we have Anne-Marie Davies, who would not only play the other nurse featured in this film, known as Susan Gallagher, but would even play Maggie in the film of Angels, or the TV series. <laughs> Next on the plate, we have none other than Frank Oz, who would not only play Fozzie the Bear, Miss Piggy, and Animal, amongst others, in The Muppet Show from 1976 to 1981 for 120 episodes. And then would go on to play none other than Bert, Grover, and even the Cookie Monster in Sesame Street. And for those who are wanting out there, also would play the voice of Yoda during the Star Wars series. Not bad. Not bad at all. And finally, last but not least, Don McClough, who would not only play the Inspector Villers in American Werewolf in London, but would also play Jack in The Likely Lads for 11 episodes, even played Detective Chief Inspector Logan in one episode of Doomwatch, and Bert the Landlord in five episodes of Doctor Who. And no, that's the actual Doctor, it's Doctor Who, not who's the doctor you know what i'm i'm done arguing with you over in the corner calling my show because one of my favorite scenes during this film outside of the iconic werewolf transformation scene would have to be the near final scene of this said film where we finally get a chance to see the werewolf on screen which was the craziest thing you would ever see on the streets of London because it's a werewolf. And not only that, but all the carnage that it would cause in the short time you would see it on the screen. Yeah, definitely something horrifying and memorable that you'll see. And seeing the fact that we don't know how to review films along the lines of Siskel and Ebert or any of those other famous film reviewers that you know of out there, we say this. If you guys want to go ahead and check out a horrifying film with a cool soundtrack of two backpackers who found themselves in the wrong place at the wrong time in the city streets of London, only to bring the 
wolf out of them in the worst ways known possible, then I recommend you go out there and watch that flick. And trust me, folks, definitely something that is cool to watch for Halloween for this year. And not to mention something that you should definitely watch for friends. And I guess with that said, folks, I think it's time for us to head back into that music. And when we return, we'll be back with more of the 8-bit delight of the Indie Radio Arcade. Right after a word from our sponsors. So don't hit pause on those controllers just yet, folks. And stay tuned. <laughs> 